Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Hey everyone, I got an exciting show for you. I have a show that I've been trying to set up for about six weeks or so. Uh, It is with Casey from Brick by Brick Wealth. That is her Instagram page, something you must go follow right now. How are you doing, Casey? Doing good. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited. I got to tell you, I follow lots of Instagram pages in regards to real estate and uh, Yours is uh, yours is top notch. It's 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 clean. It's focused. You're always putting out real good content. So I guess my first question is: Do you do that all yourself, or do you pay some really smart people somewhere else to do that? Yeah, I do it all myself. Yeah, I do it all myself. Yeah, I pick my colors. You know, find the content. Um, usually comes from my brain. Sometimes I got to find a little stats online. Sometimes, and you know, I try and put together content that helps aspiring real estate investors get their first deal together. I follow a lot of real estate investor um, YouTubes and also Instagrams and some of them just sound so advanced that I'm like, how could the beginner person ever understand what they're talking about with all these terms? Yeah. So I try and I try and make it real simple. And even my, some of my friends are like, I don't know what you're talking about on whatever post. I'm like, shoot, <laughs> didn't accomplish my goal, <laughs> but I do try. Yeah. For yeah. That. No, it's, it's very nicely done. And, you. Uh, you know, I could definitely tell the reason I was reaching out to you in the beginning was because we are both trying to help the newbies. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, there's two things out there in this social media world. There's the fake ones that, you know, own a house or two, but they're basically just YouTube entertainers making gazillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Not helpful in my opinion. Then right. there's the gurus out there that want to reach in your back pocket and take a thousand or 2000 or 5,000. And, you know, there's a special place in hell for them as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. And then there's people like you and I that are just trying to give back. Yeah. Right? And yeah. Um, that's what I really saw on your Instagram page. So, so kudos. Thank you. Why don't we introduce people to who is Casey? Where are you in, in the U.S.? What do you do? Sure. Let's get to that first. Okay. Um, so right now, I mean, I live in Memphis. I've been in Memphis for seven years in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, um, I grew up and was born and raised in Southern California. Ah. And yep. And I, uh, after college, I got a, a job, a regular job doing public relations, communications. So that's, that's what I like writing and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I probably won't get in, go into that story, but let's just say that the company got closed down because the owner did some not good things. <laughs> so <laughs> I, t- I took that as a sign, um, to, and I also did like the commute. Yep. Um, I was driving from Inland Empire in Southern California to Newport Beach. Oh my God. For work. Yeah. And even though it wasn't far, you know, it was only about, I don't know, 24 miles. It was an yeah. hour and a half each way. And I was yeah. like, this sucks, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> it sucks. And my dad, you know, he was, you know, always an entrepreneur, had an entrepreneurial spirit and um, always encouraged me to not go with the cows, don't go with the herd, you know, Mm. go the other way and, you know, use your mind to think of other ways to make money for yourself and not have to rely on a W-2 income job. And so I said, you know what, what do I love? Let's think about it. God, I, I love real estate. And I was young, you know, real young still you know, and I mean, I'm still young, but you know, I was even yeah. younger then. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not well, going to have, the, we're I'm not older have than age. you think now, but <laughs> trust me on that. But not um, going there. Yeah. 
but so, um, so I decided to real estate. I mean, I was already checking out every new build in Southern California from like Inland Empire, Chino, Temecula, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, there wasn't really a lot of new builds in Orange County, but out toward <laughs> going towards, no, going towards San Diego, there was tons and I would, yeah. I would see hundreds of houses and every open house that I drove by was like, Oh, let's stop. Like that was my idea of fun was let's go look at open houses. <laughs> you know, all my friends and my husband or my boyfriend at the time was like, this sucks. I don't want to look at open house. I'm like, come on, just like two, you know? Yeah. I'll be um, quick. Yeah, exactly. Let me run in and out. But so that was my passion. So I got my real estate broker license in California um, at a really bad time. And it was during the recession of 2007, eight. Eight, seven, eight. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, being in my 20, early 20s then was like, you know, it's, I felt that it was hard for a 20 some year old girl to try and sell an $800,000 house because those 50 year olds don't want a 20 year old to sell their million dollar house. So that was a little, I looked really young too. So that mm. was a real big challenge for me. So I started working with a lot of investor buyers because, mm. you know, they were, they're like, sure, girl, you want to go find me deals? Like, go ahead. Yeah. I'm not going to always get the sellers who want to give me their listing. But, you know, I was easier. It was easier for me to be able to, to be the buyer's agent and mm -hmm. find investor deals. So that's what really opened up my eyes to real estate was finding all of these flips for real estate investors in California. And I really liked it. So, um, so I even tried doing it. And I also, at the time, you know, worked, um, worked at a bar. I was a cocktail waitress. And it was when stated income was a thing. Do you remember that? I do. I, yeah, uh -huh. I've been doing and this a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so my dad and I were like, let's go flip a house. And so I'm like, I'll just use my server income, dad. So I said I made whatever it was. And we were going to flip this $749,000 house. All right. And, you know, we were in contract. They took it. They took it. I've got approved for the loan and everything. And I just said I made whatever. Didn't make that. I mean, I made good money as a cocktail waitress. Don't get me wrong. But I didn't but make not that. that money, you know? no. <laughs> no. So we didn't end up going through with the deal because the roof had some major issues that we didn't see until inspection. So I'm glad that because, like, yeah. that, you know, that was hard. That would have been hard um, for, like, a newbie. Let's just do a $700,000 flip yeah. but, um, <laughs> for my first time. But uh, so anyway, so California was real hard. So when we moved out here. When did that happen? Memphis, what year? We moved here uh, September 2013. Okay. Yeah. All with right. my two-year-old, a three-week-old. Oh, wow. And my cat. And <laughs> my, uh, yeah, and my husband, obviously. And uh, he got a job working out here in Memphis doing something he's always dreamed of doing. Okay. So um, we, we moved here and we didn't know anybody. We had no friends, no family, knew no one. Yeah. So I, you know, spent my time building my community around me, um, volunteering and stuff like that in my mm -hmm. neighborhood and starting things. But then, you know, meanwhile, I'm driving around like, and I was like, OMG, Memphis is a gold mine. Like, yeah. no, there's no $400,000 starter home in Memphis. Like in California, you can get a condo for that. Yeah. You know, it's like, ah, I can't afford that. Or I won't make money on that if I rent it out. Or that's ah, a big investment to flip. You know, we don't make a lot of money to do that. We don't have mm -hmm. cash, you know, like that at the time. So, uh, so we started, you know, driving around and looking at potential houses to rent out and we just started buying them, you know, one or two a year and, you know, doing the vanilla way, putting 20% down, fixing them up ourselves, yeah. renting them out. And I was like, this is amazing because basically now I, I stayed home with my kids. Like I have yeah. three kids. I stay home with them. 
I have, I have so much time to work on Brick by Brick Wealth because uh, grandma moved down the street from us. So I have a few days all to myself that I get to sit at my computer and help other people. Nice. So it's freaking awesome. And I'm basically making, well, I am, I'm making a second income for my family from rentals. Yeah. And um, what I tell people, which is so true, is most weeks I spend zero hours working on my rental properties. Yeah. Really. I mean, you put good, you, you, you fix them up nice. You don't be a slumlord. Right? Yep. You put good tenants in there. You can't get the shit tenants. And, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like a lot of people are really looking for, oh my God, you mean this $10,000 house you could buy? Yeah. But first of all, you don't want that house because you're going to be doing complete rehab every time someone moves in and out. Yep. And those quality of tenants, you do not want those headaches. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't want the headaches of that, the, that quality of a tenant who's going to rent a $500 a month place in a crappy part of town. Like, let's just spend a little more money yep. and get a better investment property. And there's zero headaches. Yeah. So I try to tell all my friends, you know, my little mom group, I go, mom, like guys, you know, yeah. I was like, you have to do this. Like you guys are working full-time jobs. You're a nurse, you're an executive of this. We're regular people. Right. You guys can do this too. You know that? Yeah. Like yeah. we make over 400 a month positive cash flow on every house we have. Wow. And yeah. And it's, and for, you know, low investment. I mean, the most expensive, our house, our most expensive house was 120. We just bought that one last year. Okay. Um, I've been looking, I've been and the cheapest one was probably 68 or something. So not real cheap because I don't yeah. want that area. Right. You know? um, but uh, we've been looking for more this year, but you know, that's a whole other story with the market right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, there's, there's but, so much in that I want to talk about. Let, let's peel yeah. back to being in sure, so sure. SoCal first. We'll spend most of the time in Nashville. But I want to I want to go back to one thing. Memphis, you, Memphis, Memphis. I'm sorry, Memphis. Gotta write I like Nashville, but you know, I'm not a country. I'm not a country gal. Okay, Memphis. My mistake. Uh, so go okay. back to SoCal. One of the things you you, sure. you highlighted, you gave props to Dad. I want to yeah. go back to that because not everybody has that. And I think what you said is Dad was very entrepreneurial. Yeah. And uh, I'm curious, did you see that when you were younger, or did that only become obvious when you were out of college? Right? Did, was Dad? I mean, did, was that obvious? No. Yes. Well, okay. <laughs> no, what, was, yes. what was obvious was he was always, he was always drilling into me the importance of not going the same way as everybody else. Mm. He's like, he'll say things like, you see all the cars in the freeway, see how they're all going, you know, east, east or west, you want to be driving or whatever you want to be driving the other way, nice. you know, look, putting things like that in my head. You don't want to be going that way to work at 5am, 6am. Uh. You want to be going the other way, doing something else. You know, it's like, okay. And he's like, you know, you got to make money for yourself. He's like, all I need is 20,000 a month. You know, that was always his thing. All I need is 20,000 a month. You know, he started many new jobs, uh, not jobs, many new companies he started and they weren't always successful, you know, uh -huh. and then, but um, that doesn't mean that I'm not. My sister has the same entrepreneurial spirit and she's way better than me. She doesn't do this at all, um, but I know she will. I know <laughs> she will. She'll need a place to put all of her money. So my sister is very successful and she's 10 years younger. I'm very proud of her. Very oh, proud. Oh, that's nice. Too, and it's all from my dad, you know, and she says it too. But yeah, we, it, was, it was ingrained in our heads constantly okay. throughout life. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, now, um, now let's go to the jump, right? You move from SoCal, right? I'm, I'm in the Bay Area, right? Mm -hmm. So NorCal. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Now, was that, was that on purpose or did the husband get a job and you followed, right? Did you pick Memphis? No, we okay. didn't pick it. Trust me. I, at the time, I was like, Memphis is the armpit of America. I'm not going to move there. 
<laughs> yeah, so um, he got a job working for a third generation company doing um, brand management and marketing, which is something he had zero, zero work experience in, but was excellent at doing. And so he had a friend that recommended him for a job opportunity that he didn't have. He was doing like insurance and stuff before, like not the same thing. Yeah. So I was like, this is our chance to do what okay. you love. And so we moved here. All right. So you moved to, this is awesome. So now you moved to a city that you know, no one. Yeah, nobody uh, didn't know anyone. I'm guessing you you rent for a little while, or did you just pick something up? No, we bought we bought oh, okay. right away uh, because you know I'm not going to be giving my money to a, a there landlord. There you go. All right. I am putting that money into a house. So yeah. So when I was eight months pregnant, we flew out here um, before we moved, and okay. we looked at forty houses and well, we looked 40. at twenty forty four oh. We looked at forty houses in two days. Wow, twenty a day. Pregnant. I had an agent in Memphis. I had an agent in Mississippi because we were considering um, North Mississippi because Memphis is right on the border. Okay. And we looked at a lot of houses and we made a couple offers. Okay. All right. That's awesome. Okay. So you move in, you move in your house, you plant your little nest, you have another child, or I guess, no, they were three weeks old. So, okay. You have, you have your kids, your mom. When does, when does it hit you? I mean, when do you have time to go? Well, you know. Yeah, go ahead. To like do, to do rental yeah. house, like house stuff? Okay. To start. I mean, I get how now, right? Because once yeah. you have systems and all of that. Well, right away, we didn't. I just did a lot of research because okay. like I still just loved houses because we put a huge chunk of money down on mm. our primary home. Okay. So, and we barely got that because it was a brand new career. So the, the bank wasn't like, well, you know, you're changing careers moving across the country and we're going to lend you, you know, usually want two years work experience yeah. in the same job industry even if you're changing jobs, mm -hmm. if you're solid, if you're a solid person, they'll let you switch jobs, but it's gotta be in the same industry. So right. the totally different industry. So anyway, they let it work out, but they're like, well, for the rental house, you're going to have to wait a little bit, you know? So I was like, okay, so we're saving our money. I didn't have any friends. So I, you know, made my mom group and did that for like a year, year or two. And then finally we're like, okay, let's find some. So I actually reached out to the agent who sold so my agent who was my selling agent sucked. She was a B. I couldn't stand her. And basically, I did the whole deal myself. I even wrote my own counter offers. Wow. Because she was just, I don't know, I didn't like I, And I, I thought she was great. I thought I did my due diligence in picking the agent. I didn't, I wasn't aware, but I guess I didn't. So, but the um, the listing agent for the house we bought was amazing. I loved her. And I like, I worked directly with her. I just skipped over my, skipped over my agent and I worked with her. Well, come to find out, her and her husband own 20-some rental properties in Memphis. Ah. So I, I had gotten a hold of her, and I called her, you know, a couple, um, like a year, year. I don't know if you remember me, but <laughs> I was wondering if you would help me find, you know, a rental property to buy. I know you're, you're an investment, you know, you do investment properties, so you're mm -hmm. familiar with that, the right areas, and what things rent for, and... So um, she's like, yeah, you know, my husband's really the one that does the rental side. I do the residential side of things. Like she sells the high-end homes and her husband um, does all the stuff with the rental houses. So, okay. and he, I think, I don't even know if he had, I don't think he had his license. I think he just showed me properties and used your key. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he took me around and he was like my, my mentor. You know, okay. I asked him anything and he gave me the confidence, the confidence to pull the trigger. He's like, Casey, because there's one house we want to buy. And we were like negotiating with the seller over just a couple thousand dollars. He's like, Casey, do not lose the deal over a couple thousand dollars. He's okay. like, it is a moot point in the long run and the scheme. You're going to keep this house forever. Are you really going to miss two grand? No, yeah. just buy the house 
and move on. Like, just get it. Don't, don't, don't risk it. You know, don't be greedy. Don't nickel and dime. Just right. get it and go. So it was great because it was the confidence it needed to say, you know what? Okay, let's do it. Otherwise, we might not have gotten the house, you know, yeah. over $2,000. It's like looking back, I couldn't imagine that house is maybe so much money. <laughs> it's like $2,000, nothing. Yeah. So let's talk about this because this is something that new investors need to hear, right? Here you are, Casey, in a, in a city that you know no one. Uh, you have an interest in real estate that goes way back to your experience in Southern California. And you just get to work, right? What do you do first? Well, you build your yeah. network, right? You build a network. Right. You start asking yeah. questions. You, you start kicking rocks, looking at property. Um, yep. You know, what, do you remember the numbers behind the first deal, that one that you got? Um, I remember it was like uh, $92,000 or something like that. It was in a really nice area. It was in a Colonial Acres area, which is a really highly sought after neighborhood in East Memphis. Uh -huh. And, you know, we put 20% down. It didn't do a lot of work. It didn't okay. do a lot of work, but in, uh, there were smokers in there before. So oh. it needed full paint job, top to yeah. bottom. We Primer and ceiling. paint, yeah. Yep, we scraped the ceilings, molding doors, like everything. Oh, wow. um, you know, so we scraped the ceilings ourselves. We did everything ourselves. Oh. And, um, you know, we got it ready, you know, fix up the bathroom and all that. And then we got it rented out. And it what, was like, what is it rent? Uh, what did it rent for? Was this 2000 and what? 14? This was 2000. This was two, ended up being 2016, right in the beginning oh, 16, of 2016. Okay. Yeah. What did it rent for in 16 and what's it um, rent for in 20? Sure. At that time, we were renting it for, I think it was 1075 or 1095, 1075, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, now we rent it for 1150. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because what, what I know of Memphis, again, California guy, I invest in Fresno, California. So Central mm -hmm. Valley, kind of like Inland yep. Empire, but. Yeah, no. I've been there. Yeah, you've been there, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's where I've made my hay for 20 years. Um, cool. Uh, what I know about Memphis, it, it seems like, I think you kind of hinted at it. It has seen a lot of investment interest the last three or four years. Yeah. Right? Both, oh, both yeah. people that are residential, but also you have these damn Californians and East coasters just buying up stuff. Is that true? Is somebody that's it local? Is. Yeah. It's absolutely true. Um, everyone is buying rental properties in Memphis. And um, I actually recently, which I don't, I can't, this is one thing I will say. If you're thinking to everybody out there, you're thinking of doing real estate. You're thinking of, you know, being an investor in any way. You don't even know how. You don't know if you want to do multifamily. You don't know if you want to do rentals. You don't know if you just want to be a hard money lender. Yeah. Go join your local real estate investment group. Oh my God, I cannot believe I did all this stuff by myself. Figured it all out by myself for all this whole time. They are a wealth of knowledge. I just joined the Memphis Real Estate Investor Group this year and the amount of connections I've made and like-minded people doing the same thing, it's refreshing because yeah. none, of my, let me tell you, none of my friends want to hear about what I'm doing. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. And I look, I go, Sarah, Jessica, you guys, you have to do this. Tell your husbands, like, get your 20%. Let me help you find a rental house. You know what I mean? Eventually, yeah. you replace your income. There's just so many benefits I can't even say. And they're like, oh, I can't stop for me. Don't fix toilets, blah, blah. I'm like, well, you don't really have to, but you know, it's fine. They don't want to hear it. So I really, that's why I came to Instagram. Right. You know, that's my main platform because I'm like, okay, well, they don't want to hear it. Maybe I can find other people who I can share my success with and say, you can do it too. Starting out little yeah. bitty. You don't have to be a millionaire. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, oh, real estate investor. You know, I you must be rich. No, I'm not. I'm a stay-at-home mom with three kids, but guess what? I don't have to go work because my rental house is bringing me a second income. <laughs> you know, awesome. no, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme, but 
and the, the, for those people who want to think that it is, well, go for it, you know. Yeah. No, but, it's, it's a get rich for sure. It's certainly not a get rich for quick, uh, quick scheme. But. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It just awesome. take, takes work, time, but it's not a lot of work. You know, once oh. you get your first one, you know, like yeah, your thing, one runs a lot of time. Right. Once you just get your first one, it's just repeat the process over and over and over. That's right. Yeah. It, it, yeah. By the time you get to the third one, it's literally like buying shoes or maybe buying a car. It's not that hard. It, yeah. And you just can't put your, you know, your mind into it. I mean, granted, I did come with, from a real estate background. So all of that buying and the negotiating and everything about all the terminology, like I already knew all that, but I still had to learn that too. But I, I knew all that. But still, when it's your own money and you're buying your own thing, that's way different yeah. than doing it for somebody else. Yeah. Let, let's talk new investors because this is somewhere where you and I have a heart for new investors. Yeah. Um, let's go here first. I think the thing that, that I'm driving for with the whole one rental at a time thing is I want people to build confidence in themselves. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. makes me furious to, to see some people that have scraped and saved and, you know, whatever pile of money it is. And then they just willy nilly hand it off to some other syndication or some other investor. Um, yeah. that it's cause they're scared. Well, I think it's cause or they lack confidence. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's kind of the same thing. They're scared. They might make, you know, they won't make the right, you know, decisions yeah. and, you know, they're not confident. Yeah. But just because somebody has a good social media presence or, you know, whatever, doesn't mean they're a great investor. Right. <laughs> there's, there's, I found that the, out, yeah. Yeah. Those, those, those connections are not equal, right? No. So um, I just wish people would, would spend a little bit more time because it, we both learn markets we were never in. You never lived in Memphis. No. I never have lived in Fresno. I've never spent the night in Fresno. Where do you but live? I live in Mountain View, California. So the okay. Silicon Valley, right? So, yeah. but I learned my market by looking at it 20 minutes a day. And now I've looked mm -hmm. at it 20 minutes yep. a day for 20 years. Yeah. And you grow your network and you talk to yep. more people and you, you go to the meetups. Like I've been to the Fresno meetup that starts at six o'clock. It gets out at 845 or nine. And I don't even mm -hmm. get home till midnight. But, you know, you've oh got to meet gosh, local yeah. connections and, and yeah. things of that nature. So how can we help people realize, I want people to realize mm -hmm. it's consistency and focus to learn a market. What, what do you say to that? I say yes. I think people are, you know, especially the out-of-state investors or out-of-area investors, mm -hmm. you know, they, they're, it's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, when you look at a Google map, you're like, oh, I don't know. I just close my eyes and choose it's a, a location. pretty house. Yeah. Oh, it looks nice. You know? It says they'll do seller financing, but, um, you know, you just have to like, you know, you just start big, start with it. First of all, people are trying to pick an area, pick mm. an area that, you know, you already kind of like, you know, if you like a certain football team, well, shoot, go check out over there. Maybe they'll give you a reason to go to a game for free, you know, yeah. and you'll get your stuff paid for through your real estate business because you're going to look at your property. Right. You know, yeah. um, so Good it's point. like, first of all, start an area that you already might like. That way you're excited to go look into it. Maybe it's, yeah. you know, close to a lake and you like to do go boating. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that's Just great. Pick, pick something, you know, you can look at, go on Google and look at the top 10 most, you know, rental property areas. Pick some of those if you really have no idea. Then just start going in, you know, you look at the major city and you look out. Mm -hmm. Then you kind of find your area. You look, you do Google street view. The little guy walks around. I kind of like that area, you know, call around. And just really get to know your, the area, the stores that are around there. Yeah. And, you know, just pretend that you're there. Get a feel for it. And if you have a chance, go there and check it out. You know, call some local real estate agents, some local that are good with investors. 
Mm -hmm. and you know other people property management companies and get a feel for the type of people that live that rent and you know what rents go for it's like do your due diligence with the numbers part you know if it meets the i for me my stuff has to meet the rent one percent rule okay you know so and i know not a lot of areas can do that i remember in california if you netted negative cash flow every month it was still a great deal yay because of appreciation <laughs> Because appreciation is going to appreciate 50,000 in six months. So who yeah. cares? <laughs> yeah. So, but out in middle America and stuff where it's, you don't really, don't really get appreciation very much. And that's why prices are still low and affordable. You know, I go for the 1% rule. So I kind of check those areas out first. Yep. And if it meets that rule, then I dive, then I dive deeper. Mm -hmm. You very just cool. have to know the area. Yeah. The other thing I want to talk about that we both hit on is again, on your Instagram page and I've hit on is there's too many I'll just call it out-of-state investors, generically speaking, Yeah. that look at Excel spreadsheets or like things and say, oh, I'm going to buy that, right? Maybe yeah. they, maybe it's a 2% rule, right? Yeah, but I don't want those houses. It, I mean, I'd be great, need, but yeah, we usually, need to talk about that. Yeah, usually those it. are the dumps. <laughs> yeah, there's, no, there's, a, the hood. There, there's a hidden, uh, hidden cost that's, there, yeah. That's the hood, baby. Nope. Yeah. No, I mean, and again, I mean, if I hear one more thing about Detroit and their 20K houses or 10K or 1K houses. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Memphis has some of those too. Memphis has got some high crime, Latham Street, and, you know, there's some bad areas in Memphis that you don't want to stop in, you know, but yeah. I'm not going to buy those houses. Like, I, and at first, I'm not going to lie. When I looked online, like before we moved here and I was like, oh my God, those houses are $7,000. Like, ah. You know, I, I can charge it. <laughs> but sold, you know, <laughs> you mean I can make 700 a month on that? Yeah. It's like you get, you get here and you look at it and you're like, Oh, no, mm, no, never mind. Turn the car around, honey. We're, we're, yeah, we're but it, it's, it's funny. Cause like most of the, most of the questions and stuff I get, mm -hmm. um, through my DMS on Instagram, a lot of them are, what's your favorite financial calculator? What's your spreadsheet or what tools and formulas yeah. do you use to identify what properties you're going to buy? And I'm like, how do I say, I don't really use a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, this, this is the whole guru market, bigger pockets, just trying to yeah. make people. I really believe that there are people out there trying to make this hard. Yeah. It's right? not vocabulary deal sheets, you know, create all this stuff. too much creative financing that is so like oh. out of your league. You'll never understand it to ever take the first step. Yeah. Do your homework. I yeah. call it the thing I repeat most often on this channel is simply learn your market. And what I mean by that is, you know what? Pick a zip code, right? Don't say yes. Pick. I don't know. I don't know what a zip code in Memphis is, whatever it is. And then 38122. 38122. Wait, no, go, that's the most popular one. Erase no, that. No, just kidding. Where I want to be. Uh, but then you go, okay, not only 38122, then you go, okay, I want to buy a house that's three bedroom, two bath or four bedroom, two bath, two car garage that is between, I don't know what they are, 2,000 and 2,500 square feet, right? Get mm -hmm. focused. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and no, exactly. Like I, every investor and you'll realize that I thought it was just me. I'm like, I've got my ideal property type, yeah. but that's me. I didn't know like everybody really had that, you know, in joining the investor group and they're like, and they always wholesalers there that yeah. are you know, looking for investors so that they can sell you cash deals. I'm like, okay, well I better build up more cash so that I can do cash deals. Cause I know that's where the deal comes in is buying cash and first today. Yeah. And you can always refinance, but right now you really can't. <laughs> so go ahead and take the risk. You know, yeah. I mean, you can refinance your own home, but to get an investor refinance six months later after it's, it's been seasoned. Tough. I'm like, well, let's see with the current market and the election coming up and coronavirus, I'm not sure if I would get my refi in January or whatever. So I don't know if I'm going to do that right now. But, um, but I for totally forgot now what I was saying. 
No, it's basically that, that real estate investors need to learn their market. Yeah. Right. Get focused. Right. That's, yeah, that's they do. That's going. right. Yes. And yes, what I was saying is um, like, I have a specific uh, type of house that I, that I buy and most <laughs> investors do like, and I would have never well, normally. Hold, hold on. So most, most investors who are doing transactions have a type, yeah. right? Yes. Because they say I do this and then they go to meetups yeah. like you're talking about and you, and they tell everyone. Yes. I want this sort of property in this area and sometimes on this street. Right. If you have a deal like this, I will buy it cash. I will yeah. buy it. I will buy it. Yeah. But, and I, I, I'm like, I got to make business cards on the back. Say this is my criteria. Exactly. I, I have to write it down like three times every meeting. You probably should put it on the back side of the card. I mean, that's, if, if that's, that's it. not a bad idea. I just thought of that right now. There you go. Uh, I look for that being on Instagram <laughs> in a couple of days. Let's, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> Vista print. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Vista print. Uh, but here's where I was going that. Lots of people wear or want to wear the investor moniker. Mm-hmm. And what they go to real estate meetups is they say, they probably say this, I want to buy a good deal. Yeah. Bring me a good deal. That's all subjective though. Yeah, a that's subjective. Uh, and why are you going to trust me? And why am I going to bring you a good deal versus someone else? No, you need to, I mean, there are some people in my market that only buy one bedroom, one bath house under 800 square feet because they want to rent to the elderly. That's what yep. they're doing. Yep. That's a market, right? Know what you want. There we go. Some people want five bedroom, two bath right. on, on half an acre for whatever reason. I don't and know. You know when, and I feel like when you get real specific with what you want, then the wholesalers, the other people that, that do all the bird dogging, you do all the legwork and the hard work that I don't want to do. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. I no, don't know. me neither. I got three kids. I'm also in my pool on the weekends and uh, during the day. Okay. Yeah. It's and I don't want to be knocking on doors. So Nothing I'll pay happens. five to $10,000 for your wholesaling fee to bring me cash deal. Absolutely. You go do that. You go do that. But if you tell them, I want a three bedroom, one bathroom house, no bigger than 1400 square feet. I prefer a brick home over a siding home in yep. these zip codes or these neighborhoods. They'll be like, okay, Casey wants that. So I've gotten, I get emails daily, you know, how about this? This is what you're looking for. And, you know, we went and matter of fact, looked at a deal yesterday. Um, it wasn't exactly our thing, but um, it was a referral. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, it's a two bedroom, one bath house. And they were offering seller financing. And it wasn't like in my ideal area. It was in my ideal like zip code, mm-hmm. but the area was a little more, a little less downgrade than what I'm used to. I they, she, she was asking 50,000 for it. And I'm like, mm. I guess this will come after I offer her, but I'm probably going to offer her like 26. For it. it needs foundation repairs. It needs, it's a gut. It's a two one. It's small. Yeah. So, um, but I got that from an investor group from being super specific exactly. on what I want, you know? Yeah. So again, folks, the, the whole key to this is not to overcomplicate it. Stop spending your hard earned money on stupid things you don't need. Learn a market and get specific and then tell everyone, you know, what you're looking for. Everyone, I, you know, there's a, a thing. I don't know if you, if you've heard about it, but I just came into um, connectedinvestors.com uh, or something mm. like that. Have you heard of that? Not yet. I just came across this and um, I'm looking into it more, but it seems like an online network where you can wholesalers and, and real estate investors put their deals online. Huh. So you can buy them and check them out. And it's, it's kind of cool. All it's right. kind of cool. Connected investor. I don't know if it's worth anything, but I've been, yeah. I've been, You've been poking around. Yeah, I've been poking around. So I haven't seen anything like that before. Yeah. I wasn't trying to sell you something. No, no, I got like, you. Yeah. You know, like a service, not like a turnkey service provider. Yeah, just sharing deals. Just sharing. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you this. Brick by brick is going, is going great. That's how people should do it. One rental at a time, same idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, 
how far out do you think? Do you plan? Do you have like five, one year, five year, 10 year goals? I mean, where are, you, where are you taking this or is it just one deal at a time? You know, I'm not a real big goal, goal person. Okay. I'm just, I'm not the, let's write it down and let's take action. I mean, I know you have to do it. We have to take action every day. You know, matter of fact, I'm going to plaster a massive action today on my wall. I have like one of those cricket machines, like to do cutouts. I used to do, have Etsy shop. Ah. So I'm putting that up there so I can remind myself to take massive action every day. Whatever that is, take massive action. Like the other day, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call Michael Zuber back and I'm going to say, let's do this YouTube thing. You know, I'll be get on your channel like you asked. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm not going to be scared. I don't do this all the time. Never done it before. <laughs> you're you know, natural. You got to just get out of your comfort zone and do stuff. Because that's the only way you're going to grow. You mm -hmm. can't just sit behind your computer, be a keyboard warrior, and read bigger pockets all day long, and read blogs all day long, and look all day long, but never do anything. You right. have to take action. You have to take your first step. You've got to do something. And don't be go look for that, you know, 400 complex multifamily deal for your first one. Come on, get real, guys. Thank you. You know, get real. Yeah, yeah sure. You go for that later on. But you're going to be thinking about that for the next six years and never making any money. Meanwhile, yeah. the guy who just like said, all right, I'm not going to say I'm going to go buy this three bedroom or two bedroom house somewhere that's going to make me some money every month. No, he doesn't get to walk around and say, oh, I want a 400 unit apartment complex. No, he, uh, and that's what I think people are like, oh, I got to get that big deal right off the bat because I got to look like an investor and I got to uh, be so cool. So true. But it's like, dude, just start off, okay? Start off. Make all your mistakes on the cheap stuff. Right. You know, so you're not making a big mistake with money you don't even have in the first place. Like, yeah. so it's just like, you have to take the first step. You have to you have to get somewhere. And like I said, that's where I think, like I've been a subscriber to your YouTube channel for a long time. Oh, wow. And yeah, I know, but you didn't know, but um, <laughs> I, didn't know I, I have, I've, um, you were one of the first ones I started subscribing to um, a couple years ago oh, and wow. you were, had a way smaller uh, count then. And it's been really cool. Like, well, look at me, he's got like over 8,000, you know, YouTube subscribers now. And it's been cool to watch all your new series come up yeah. um, because I like that you're real. Yes. And you really give real advice. You don't sugarcoat things. You're not like some rude people, like I just said in my fist, on YouTube, <laughs> who's just going to entertain you with their pretty backgrounds yeah. and do catchy titles to get the views, you no, know? And it's just like, stuff. none of that stuff, it's great for people that just want to like pretend they're going to do it, but never take any action. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to know the real, the real steps and it's baby steps. It's first steps. Yeah. So like when I DM people on my Instagram, I say, look, ask me any question, you know, ask me anything. You got a question about real estate or rental properties. I'm not going to say I know a lot of multifamily. I'm going to tell you, I don't not big in creative financing. So if you want that, go somewhere else. Yeah. But if you want to know how to buy a property the first time, feel confident, not make a lot of mistakes, ask me questions. I will tell you what I, I will answer your question. You know, awesome. people are like, really? You will? Like, yeah, I will. Because my friends don't want to hear it because it's just not what they're into. <laughs> yeah, you got to <laughs> eat that little can, juice somewhere. Maybe I can help somebody else. Yeah. That is awesome. Oh man, that's so much fun. So uh, lots of people watch this and some of them are wholesalers. So why don't you tell them what you look for in Memphis? And maybe we can get you a deal. Yeah, that would be super cool. I look for um, three ones, three bedroom, one bath. And it's funny because I used to never want a one bedroom bathroom. Nobody wants a one bathroom house, but you know what? It depends on the area. Yeah. And you know, in, my, in Memphis, three ones are super common. Two yeah. ones are super common. Yeah. 
you know, you're not going to get into a two bedroom, like a two bathroom neighborhood until you're at least $160,000. Yeah. You know, so it's not a, it's not big deal. That's not have two bathrooms here. Like in California, if you don't have two bathroom, your house is just going to sit forever and rot. (laughs) Exactly. You know, very different. So yeah. So I like three ones. I will consider two ones, but I like the dual income potential that I might get. Uh, with a, I feel like with the two one, I might just get like a single person, and I, ah, pre- I prefer the p- possibility of a Multiple dual income family. Yeah, just in case, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I like three ones under fifteen hundred square feet. Okay. Because the larger the house, the more it costs to fix up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I prefer single story brick homes if it's siding. Okay, if it's long, is if it's in good shape, I'll consider okay. we have a siding house. And I like a 38117, I'm giving away all of my <laughs> all anywhere, your secrets. Anywhere in East Memphis, you know, okay. um, just nowhere in the hood. And my crime rate is huge. So I don't want a lot of uh, high crime. Okay. There's a little pockets throughout that are good and it could be super bad around, but really good here. Yeah. So I just, you know, and it's a street by street basis in Memphis. Sometimes one side of the street is good and the other side's not. Yep. You know your market. Yeah, exactly. I know my market. I know where to draw the line. You know, yeah. I know, well, underneath this street, you don't want to buy, <laughs> you know, yeah. but uh, north of it, you do. Yeah. The, my favorite back when I was starting out, and I'm curious if you do this, I'm sure you do, but let's find out. I would always actually look for a two bedroom, one bath at 1200 square feet ish, because mm-hmm. I would always look to create that third bedroom somehow. Right. Yeah. a matter of fact, the one that we looked at yesterday, the one that was a two one, I went there with the idea of it's on yes. a raised foundation. So it would be super easy then to add a third bedroom. And okay. that I definitely looked at that as a possibility. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are always fun because you buy them at a discount. At least you buy them as twos and you rent them as threes. Yep. Oh my I, God. It, it creates so much equity, especially if it's already a siding house because yeah. you don't have to deal with taking brick off. Exactly. It's just so much easier. And if it's on a raised foundation, because you can run all your plumbing and stuff underneath and you don't mm-hmm. have a cement foundation. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, that's my favorite. I think, I think when, I don't know, when we were starting out a decade or, you know, whatever it was a long time ago, yeah. I, like half our deals were that. That, that that's, that's what I was telling people in the beginning. I want two bedroom, one bath, 12 to 1300 square feet, 1150 maybe, because mm-hmm. I'm looking for the third bedroom. And sometimes yeah. you walk in and you're like, there it is. <laughs> There's, yep. I just add a wall. Clo- you know, at a closet, a door, it already has egress, meaning a window to get out. Mm-hmm. Done. Buy it. I mean, I would over, I would outbid people because again, I don't see it as a two. I'm ready. That's right. You always have to look for the potential because you, yeah. you, you never know. That's awesome. You know, I like that. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about brick by brick wealth. Sure. Uh, again, it's a site or an Instagram page that I look mm-hmm. for. Um, what's the motivation? Clearly you're helping people. Um, tell us about it. Yeah. So, you know, brick by brick wealth, I started because, you know, you know, building wealth one brick at a time. And really for me, it was building more generational wealth because ah. I, I like the idea that I can give my kids these properties later on. Like, I don't want them to start off from zero. I don't care, privilege or what. Like, I'm going to create my wealth so that when my kids are 18 or when they're 30 and when I'm dead, they're going to have, you know, X amount of properties or whatever it turns into sure. as income for them. And I think it'd be super cool too if when they're 18, I can say, okay, here's your house. There's one. Yeah. No, here's your house. Here's the money I'm giving you to, for whatever you want. Here's it. You manage your rental property. You collect the payments, you pay the mortgage, I'll put it in your name, whatever. Here's your house. And you know, and I think that once they see that, like the money, the income, the passive, the semi-passive, it still takes some work to manage our own. 
are semi-passive income that they're that they want to do it too and they go they start with their journey of properties because you know what's that you know quote we see all the time online 90 percent of millionaires are start you know are born are born millionaires the real estate whatever yeah it's like yeah and you can start with like nothing you know just, uh, yeah. you, just yeah. one property over time and you don't have to quit your job you know you don't have to drop everything you don't have to be a millionaire to start you don't have to be super smart to start you know just have a little bit of money or know where to get some and buy something mm -hmm. and get started but anyway so yeah so brick by brick wealth is my page where i really try and put out a lot of information um quality content it takes you a long time you know <laughs> to put together yeah. try and create engagement so that like today's post um was asking because i had a lot of investors that follow me a lot and i'm like you know i don't need to just engage with my my people that are aspiring investors like there's a lot of investors here too that are looking for content yeah so and i was like how can we bring them both together to help nice. everyone you know share some info so today's my post was about um you know asking that my my investors you know in the group in my page you know how did you finance your first deal and i'm getting responses and it's like that's great because now the newbies can see okay you might be here now but you you started off with just 20 percent down buying an eighty thousand dollar home oh really and you got to here you just did that and it wasn't that hard yeah you know you didn't have to use a creative financing or get some killer deal right off the bat and wait 20 years for that yep. deal. Yep. You know, so my goal is just to help people help newbies and aspiring real estate investors, people who have no idea what they're doing to not feel bad. They can ask me any dumb question that they think I will not make fun of them. I will not think it's stupid. I mm. will answer you and I will help you. I will help you. That is awesome. Well, I, I want you to continue doing what you're doing. It is awesome. Thank you for being a part of this, Casey. I had a lot of fun. You have a wonderful well, thank, day. Thank you so much for having me. You got it.